Welcome to What They Won't Tell You with Sherry Anshara, the quantum truth. Now, I have Sherry here today, and she's a very special guest. Uh, so I, before we begin anything, wh why are we doing this show, Sherry? What, what, what are we doing this? What is this podcast about? What is this vlog about? This podcast is about telling the truth, not what's true, because you know what? True can change. But the truth is the truth. Wow. Okay. Awesome. So, as far as listen, why why should we listen to you opposed to anybody else? What 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 background? Where you come from? All that type of stuff. Can you can you kind of explain what your knowledge is in the quantum field? Well, I actually I can. So when I was born many moons ago, I at three years old I began to become this person called the observer, mm. and. Fortunately, I had three older siblings, so I had an incredible vocabulary. But one thing that I noticed, that when you ask questions, Ooh. it freaked people out, especially my family. <laughs> and so I would say unusual things. And I'm sure there's so many of you out in the audience where you would like to have shared some information with your family and they looked at you like, where the heck did you come from? Actually, that became the label in my family. That became my genre. Like, Sherry, where did you come from? Because you are not supposed to ask questions. And I'm sure that there are those in this audience that are listening that they had experience that happened to them as children, but they couldn't share it. And maybe you had pretend people in your life that nobody could see Pre but you. Pretend people? What do you mean by that? Like imaginary friend or can you expand on pretend people? Yes, because I had some very wonderful friends and they weren't imaginary. Oh, and one time I actually, you might get this, I said to my mother when I was three, how come the people I see that you can't see make more sense to me than the people we see? And oh. she would say, Sherry, where did you come from? <laughs> and it would drive them crazy. But the fact is, we are multidimensional. We are. And children are taught to forget. Taught to forget? Uh, what do you mean by talk to forget? Uh, do we... Do we just get programmed a certain way in order to believe that this is the only realm of reality? Or what What do you mean by that? Yeah. And you hit the word reality. You mm. know, there's so many realities, but no one knows what's real. And so we get programmed. Do you know something from the minute the sperm hits the egg, you're in the minute. The minute? What do you, what do you mean by the minute? Yeah, that sperm hits the egg and you're in and you're ready to rock and you've got your little script in your hand and you're going, this is what I'm going to do this lifetime. Huh. And, and guess what happens? Somebody screws up your script. What do you mean screws? Oh, somebody writes it for you when you're out of there. Or so, uh, so you're saying that the learning begins from when the sperm hits the egg, not even when we're conscious in the world, our 3D realm, right? Actually, we are conscious. Okay. Oh, but the 3D realm gets us unconscious. Oh, Ooh. all right, all right. I hear you. And drive and drives us into that thing that controls our life. It's called the left 
computer brain. Huh. Ooh, and so we're only using half a brain. And this is the joke. My friends will come to me and they'll say, or my clients, you know, I'm half out of my mind. And I go, you know, your head's up your patootie and your assets aren't working. Because <laughs> you're half out of your mind and you're half assets too. Got it? And so I teach them how, which I knew as this kid, but no one knew what I was talking about because at my age and stage, who would knew about the quantum field? But mm. you are quantum. And it's not just the duality realities, which we will talk about, but it's about what is real to you. What is real to you? And so talking to my not imaginary friends mm -hmm. was so real. By, by not imaginary friends, like what, what are those people that you're talking about that you used to talk to and, and everything like that? And why could you see them and other people could not? They couldn't see them because of the programming. Okay. Oh, because it would be afraid. It would mm. be booga booga, or it would be meanies, or it would be evil. But it wasn't the truth at all. So we are multidimensional, and we live in realms of mm. multidimensionality all the time. But we miss it because of that programming, Cassidy, and that left computer brain that says, mm. oh, no, you can't do that. You can't be expansive. You've got to stay in the matrix of the boxes so hmm. you get boxed in. So you're boxed in of a reality, realities, uh, perhaps religion. I'm not wronging religion. Mm -hmm. Or perhaps in the idea of um, a background where you came from. Right. You know, we came from this place and this is what we do. Great. Is that all you do? <laughs> and and I'm going to give you an example. This is hilarious. I was talking to two women who found me, and mm -hmm. this is about ridiculous realities. And they were in South Africa. And one was black and white. Isn't that fabulous? And one wow. was from India. And they didn't know each other, though they lived in the same city. How mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. Don't we live in same cities? And mm -hmm. we don't communicate? And they both said, you know what? I just can't get along with my family. I go, really? And I'm having it. Just uh, all kinds of problems at school and this, that, or at work. And I said, really? And they said, what should I do? I said, move to America. I'll find you a place to live. <laughs> <laughs> and they started laughing. So you see, all around the world, all of you around the world have the most incredible knowledge. You just got confused because of this programming. So how do we get unconfused? But what I mean that is how do we break out of this matrix that has been designed for us? And I guess in a further question, who designed that matrix? I don't know if we want to get to that yet, but Well, that's a, maybe not, but yeah. it wasn't but it wasn't us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a word that I use, it's called controllers. It's the con of those trollers that are trolling through <laughs> like your that. left computer brain Trolls. and through your education. Those are the controllers. Mm. And so then we get confused. Well, maybe, maybe that's not the way it is. Well, it better be that way. I better follow the rules. Mm. So if you look through history, who made the rules? I don't know. That's what that's why I'm trying to seek the truth myself is like, I, you know me, I've been down that rabbit hole now. Now I just can't stop see seeking more information at this point. Yeah. So. And if you look at the word rules, it's the rules are run by a ruler. Rule. Uh, Ooh. And rules. what and what is a measurement? It's a yardstick. It's mm. a tape measure. So we've been taught from the minute that sperm hit the egg, we have to start measuring ourselves. Do we measure up? 
Do we measure down? Why do we have to measure? This was one of my questions. Mm -hmm. They call it adult hood. Mm. Who put the hood over them? Oh, hood. Oh, and then they put it on children and called the childhood. And childhood. Then, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. When you and, start breaking down the actual words. Yes. And I actually wrote an article called The Hood. Mm. And so sometimes those hoods, you, you can't see them, yeah. but they are so heavy that we can't realize with real eyes who we real are. Eyes. Uh, or who you are. Blow my mind already in the, the word. Yeah. Wordplay, man. Realize, realize, uh, hood, childhood. Uh, it's all built in. And it's all been, we've taught, We were t just think about it. We're taught these words in college. We're taught this growing up. It, it's been put into our heads to speak and think these way through these words that are spoon-fed to us. Yeah. And this is the best one. When I was about eight years old, I raised my little hand mm -hmm. and I said to the teacher, I remember his name, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> and I said, you know what? If Columbus discovered America, hmm, how come people were living here? And he looked at me and he said, Sherry, memorize it and pass the test. Right. Oh, aha. Uh. Uh -huh. I had an aha moment. Memorize it, but where are the facts? And that's the issue. When you are being taught, is it really factual? And guess what? The library became my best friend, not the one at school. Right. I went to the adult library, even at eight years ago, like, what the heck is going on? Are you people weird or what? <laughs> and so we're taught, don't ask questions. And did you know in your idea that question, ask, ask questions, keep asking questions. And that's how you'll find your truth. But question, you know, you go on the quest and pass. Question. Oh, man. And ion means quest cellular. Question, guys. Question. You so, go on the quest. Yes. So quest within yourself because that's where the answers are. And mm. so we're taught questions like, um, Cassidy, what's wrong with you? Right, yeah. Yeah, right. And right's right and wrong, but is it right correct? Yeah. Right and wrong. You know, is it right for you and wrong? So it made no sense to me. It made no sense. And so what I discovered is that when we get emotional in that love computer brain, when we get emotional, we can't stand in our truth because huh. that head is going, well, there must be something wrong with me. I shouldn't say it. And then we should on ourselves every way shape or form. And so then you ask, where did I come from? I came from asking questions, Yeah, but okay. I couldn't find the answers mm. because guess what? Because means I can't do it because I can't, because, because, but then I discovered that I'm being the cause. So you be the cause for yourself. Ask the questions and please don't ask questions. What's wrong with you? There isn't anything. And, and we're not supposed to question authority, right? <gasps> Don't no, question. No. no, because you have to memorize it. If mm -hmm. you question authority, question all the time. So as I was going through my life, uh, and by the way, I will tell you what, three years old was pivotal. I said, you know what? This is irritating me. So I actually created my first near-death experience going, I get out, I got to get out of here. <laughs> and you know, it, I couldn't breathe. And so they didn't know if it was pneumonia or asthma or whatever, but I was shutting down. But I didn't have to do that. But I didn't know. And it's not my family was wrong or bad, but how many times have we shut ourselves down when we did not connect to our own self? How right. many times? 
And that shutting down is emotional, and that's what creates the illnesses in our body. So in the quantum field, you are expansive. You are in all directions. There is no top and bottom. It's all directions. Right. And that's what makes you quantum. That's what makes you multiplicity. Actually, there was a funny movie out years ago called Multiplicity. I remember seeing that. Yeah, and he yeah. was doing all. But I'm that's a big movie what, fan. And you know what they tell you? You can't multitask. You multitask every day. You eat food, it digests, keeps what gets rid of all your multidimensional self is inside of you. Those are all your systems. And when they're not talking to each other correctly, not right or wrongly, you get sick. Because mm. that left brain says, uh-oh, wrong, you're wrong in bed. Oh, how about this one? Your family has it, you're going to get it. Oh, oh, yeah. So your mind is already programmed to get it. Exactly. Mm. And you don't have to have what your family has. We're not wronging them, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to get sick and you don't have to age. What you are doing is experiencing life. That's the quest. Right, it's the it's, quest. In the question, I love that. I didn't think about that one. And to experience what you're choosing to experience. Mm. And so we get shut down. And it's not that parents are wrong or bad. This is eons, eons and eons of programming. And you you know, people ask me, Sherry, what's my purpose? I go, which one? Yeah. (laughs) You have so many purposes, it's unbelievable. It is. Maybe to have dinner, cook dinner, you know, have a relate. You have you came here. This is your real purpose. Purposes is your real purpose. Mm. It's purposes, and you came here to have the experiences that you created to experience and enjoy them instead of in the trauma drama. But how many of us have been taught to do the trauma drama? Oh, victimized mentality. Oh me, I'm because so, uh, of this. Yeah, you rise above it for for me. You know, I, I understand that people come there. I, I had a very good childhood. Yeah. But, I um, did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I can imagine how many, which one, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and you know what? What people say, you know, I don't believe in the continuum. I don't believe in a past life. Really? Mm. Well, were you six years old? <laughs> were you twelve? Yeah. That was a past life. Oh, <laughs> oh. Okay. okay. So, so we've been taught to define ourselves. Definition means you're defined by somebody else at your ion or cellular level. Mm. And so when you're defined by someone else's belief system, what's the first letter of the word belief? First letter B. And the first letter of the word system? S. And put it together. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so a lot of the things that we're taught and we lose belief our sense system, and yeah. we lose our sense of humor. Mm. And laughter is the best. Yes. It's like it's trying to deaden down the emotional joy lately as far as what I've been feeling. Like everything's trying to squash it, but that joy is a great feeling. Is here. feeling. Joy is a feeling uh, and happy is great. You know what? To me, this is happy. Happy is getting a new pair of shoes. I wear them. I have. Mm -hmm. But joy, that is a feeling and that is a foundation. Joy is a foundation, excitement, your creativity. And your creativity gets stifled because the program says you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You can't do this. Where did you get that idea? Mm. And then we become the labels. Right. The labels. You are labeled this and you are labeled that. And then we become the labels and then that becomes our emotional trauma drama story. Okay. So where so where did I come from? 
Right. Asking, a little bit more about you. Yeah. Like, no. what, what is um, kind of your background? You, you talked about cellular memory. I want to communicate to the audience about kind of your whole on the more of the quantum side of things is like about scientists, how they've uh, I remember you saying something about how the scientists. They, they come to you and then you're like <laughs> afterwards and they're like, oh, she's right. And they blow their mind. Can you talk a little <laughs> bit about that? Well, um, the reason I would say that is because of asking questions. But in 1991, I had this major accident that I created so fabulously and I died. I had a broken neck, a broken back, a smashed head and a brain <sighs> out of place. Yay! Yes, my brain was out of place. Subsequently, I was studied at one of the leading universities uh, in the country, and they said, "Oh my God, you're a genius!" And I go, "And you guys are dumb. My brain's out of place." (laughs) (laughs) And they laughed. It was cellular memory. Mm. So that is one of the things that I discovered through my journeys: is that your cellular memory is connected to your heart and your feeling, and it knows everything. But we have been taught to ask questions like, what's wrong with you, Cassidy? Right. Instead of asking your body. So in your body, all the billions and millions and trillions of cells, particles, and molecules to the subatomic level, when you know how to ask the questions, which what I teach, then the answers come in 10 minutes or less, in a couple minutes or less. And so when I started writing about cellular memory in 91 and talking and teaching, they go, you know what? You're crazy. But guess what? I said, oh, well. And then down the road, guess what happened? What happened? Transplants. Ah. ah. Okay. And, and then the doctors and the scientists started getting the aha. And they said, you know what, Cherry and Chara, maybe you have something going on here. I go, do you thunk? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened. And so more and more, and I started teaching doctors and medical people, and I even had a couple physicists to quite a few actually come in my course. And they said, you know what? You're really ahead of your time. Really? You know what? This is the perfect timing. And that's why I am so passionate about doing this. And I'm so grateful for Cassidy for offering this opportunity so that we can make a difference in your life because it's your life that counts. You know, I might have all this tools and people think that you're brilliant, but you know what? So are you. And that's why we're doing this, Mm -hmm. to show you your brilliance, that you have it inside of you and that you become your own leader. You don't have to follow leaders anymore because you are the leader to follow. And the more questions you answer with inside yourself, the more quantum you become. It's just natural. All right, everybody. We're going to end our segment today. This is uh, Sherry Anshara. How do you say that right? I want to make sure. Sherry Anshara. And actually, that was given to me after my third near-death experience. Okay. (gasps) Well, let's talk about that. Don't give that away. Let's talk about that next time. (laughs) Okay. All right. You guys are listening to What They Won't Tell You, The Quantum Tooth, Tooth, uh, The Quantum Truth with Sherry Anshara. See you next time.